Yes, Alfred? To the bat phone, sir. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Greetings, everyone, and welcome. <laughs> ben, to... how did you burp and talk at the same time? <laughs> Must be those ventriloquism cla- ventriloquism ventriloquism classes I've been taking. Uh, greetings, everyone, and welcome to Burpcast sixty six. Um, tonight's episode is episode sixty seven, the Sandman cometh. Uh, Holly is here and gassy. I wasn't burping; it was you. Oh, Hi. I'm, I'm so sorry. For burping. How dare I burp? Yeah. And joining us tonight is Dorian. Dorian, um, you are our guest. Hi. Which means that I'm glad you know that and accepted it. <laughs> Thank you for yes-anding that. You've come to um, terms with it. Uh, as our guest, you have the honor of telling us who our villain was and what the villainous plot of the episode was. Okay. It's a very special one this time, yeah. too. Yes, with a very special guest. Yeah. It was very, um, it was... We mean Dorian, of course. Yes. Yes. And the special villainess Julie Newmar that that was mentioned in the credits that was that was a nice little nod there. Uh, well, uh, our villain for the this evening was the Sandman, which I believe was an original villain for this uh, for the show. Pretty sure you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have to say one thing I did notice about it was um, the plot for this was actually fairly complex for like your standard Batman sixty six like episode. Um, I normally take about like three or four shots of bourbon before I watch, like you know, Batman. <laughs> and I'm really glad I didn't do it this round because it probably would have been pretty lost. I feel uh, like like whoever wrote this was sort of the precursor to Nolan. It was like, nah, man, we got to put like layers on this. And there's multiple <laughs> subplots happening, and Catwoman's here, and we don't know what she's up to yet. So I was actually fairly surprised at the multifaceted, complex plots that were happening before my eyes with this. What I also liked is I liked that. Um... I actually felt like a crime was being committed in this episode, which doesn't always happen in a Batman 66 episode. A lot of times it's things like the Joker just deciding to give teenagers money. (laughs) That was so weird. (laughs) Yes. Money and and bonds. And and Batman believing it to be a crime because it teaches them to be lazy. Interesting. Yes. I feel like that is kind of the Joker, though, and I, I forget who had said it, but there was a, a famous uh, Batman writer who had said the thing that was so scary about the Joker is, uh, you know, one day he'll shoot you in the face because he hates your shoes, and one day he'll give you a million dollars because he hates your shoes. And that's yeah. kind of terrifying about him is that, you know, it, it might be a good thing to run in the Joker, or it might be horrible. Right, I suppose so, but it was it was... It wasn't so much that the Joker was doing it, it's that everybody was so offended by it. I think yeah. that was weird. It wasn't what he was doing, it was how people were reacting. It's like, socialism! <laughs> but this one was our first team-up. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it was. I mean, the movie has already happened in the context of time, but we haven't done the movie yet. We haven't yet. done the movie yet. But yes, this is our first regular episode team-up of, of a couple different villains. Um, when, when the episode starts, uh, Catwoman and Sandman... Are sort of outlining what they're what they're planning to do, which Cat- is steal money from, from the spaghetti lady. Yes, J. Pauline Spaghetti, <laughs> the spaghetti lady. Um, what they... she has a pasta recipe. Yes, a billion dollar pasta recipe apparently. Is it flour, water? Well, egg? And then, the, <laughs> then the back computer like replicated it for reasons. <laughs> yeah, for reasons. It, it was like, who is this? And it was like, here's some pasta. Pasta, yes. Okay, we're jumping ahead a bit, but... But that was... No, but, but then... When you, when you think about that, that means 
that the bat computer is Has already preloaded is already preloaded with flour, water, <laughs> possibly some egg and other pasta ingredients and red food coloring. And red food coloring. Well, Why was that red? Okay, I'm sorry. We're jumping ahead. Um, the Sandman's henchmen are named Snooze and Nap, yes, and it I makes that. me really happy. <laughs> also, the fact that it was written so large on their shirts, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, thank you. Um, I feel like Frank Miller might have taken that, because you watch, like, <laughs> Dark Knight, you read Dark Knight Returns, and, like, their names are all, like, you know, on their shirts in, like, black and white. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, Penguin uh, does that, too. Or Pengy, if you will. Uh, but when, when the episode oh, opens, they're discussing their plan, and Catwoman makes the comment that she's been um, she's been out of the game so long she's no longer on parole and they she hasn't been seen in months catwoman only got several months worth of parole yeah what was her last crime um i don't something that was grand larceny of some sort no no her last one wasn't that bad she just wanted to get caught by batman remember yeah but she was stealing something i don't remember but i don't think so I, I feel I don't like think she, she actually stole anything. I feel then. like she would have gotten longer away with it if it weren't for those pesky kids. Yes, and Scrappy Doo. Mm-hmm. No, okay. On that note, the, the one thing I noticed about this episode that really I couldn't figure out was that whole opening with like Bruce Wayne, where they're like trying to get a hold of Batman, and they're like, and then the commissioner's like, "Well, it's awful late to call Batman," which I feel like Batman's the one crime fighter you can call really late. But they didn't like they were calling him, they tried the signal, and he's camping with a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. And I was just sort of Because he's a good Samaritan. <laughs> what? Well, I was like, is is he like the troop leader of like the Weeblow Scouts in Gotham? I was just kind of trying to figure out like what was the context of that. Like, like on the weekends he's he's taking the troop out to, you know, taking them out to yeah. the woods. You know, the Weeblow Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't let myself be the only one who heard that. Um, but um, okay, so no, my, he just does that because he's he's, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, but the episode starts. The they're discussing the plan to steal money from Jay Pauline Spaghetti. Meanwhile, uh, Sandman leaves and tells his henchmen, "Yeah, we're totally going to screw Catwoman over." And Catwoman's talking to her hench kittens. She actually refers to them as kittens, and says, I "Yeah, like we're it. totally going to screw Sandman over." Meanwhile, one of the the hench kittens said, tells her that. She fed the catfish, uh, watered the caterpillar fern, redid the bed in her favorite catskin blanket. Comforter! Comforter. Catskin comforter! I feel like this is against everything Catwoman believes Pretty sure in. it's just a print. Not actual catskin. Well, what does cat print look like? I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of leopard yeah. or, or something like that. She, she That's not what leopard, she said. Yeah. You guys are... No, you guys are... <laughs> they skinned cats. <laughs> and made a comforter. And I don't think Catwoman's happy about this. Um, and then she says, I'm going to pop out for some catnip. And that's fresh. What, fresh catnip. And that's what tips Catwoman off. Because who can buy catnip at this hour? Mm. So it turns out that this particular kitten is an undercover policewoman. Okay, shouldn't she not use the phone in the evil person's lair? Yep. Okay, because that's what she did. And I'm like, well, you're asking yeah. to get caught. So, She's asking to But Gotham PD. Yeah. So she calls O'Hara and Gordon and tries to tell them what's up. And she gets stopped by Catwoman. Uh, Chief O'Hara and Commissioner Gordon. Or Commissioner Gordon says, we better call Batman. And Chief O'Hara says, do you think that's wise at this hour? And I quote, especially since no crime has been committed. I'm like, 
All right, one point for O'Hara in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Something has happened to their undercover policewoman. I'm going to say maybe a crime's been committed. 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 Committed? Committed by a kitten? Yeah. <laughs> the committing kitten. But, um, they, but can they prove it? Right. They at least should have somebody go check it out. I suppose. But do you call Batman I suppose. If this was a man person <laughs> undercover, you would not be soapbox standing. Well, but do you call Batman for that? Is that a Batman-worthy like thing to call him for? Well, they call him for everything else. Yeah, they kind of do. So they call. And, and um, So, wait, hold on. My note is, um, shouldn't we be more concerned about Policewoman Mooney? Shouldn't we? Yeah, she's just a woman. She never comes up after that. Nope. She's probably dead. As probably dead. <laughs> yeah, but as we all know, women are the worst. They are, that is a note. Oh, no, that's not what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, they call the bat, the bat phone, and Aunt Harriet is standing outside the study, and my note is Aunt Harriet throws something's up. Aunt Harriet's onto him. Because she's finally like, what is that beeping noise? I Here's what I really wish had happened. That Alfred was like, "What beeping? <laughs> you should go lay down." Like I really just wanted him to mess with their brain. Him. Yeah, just like, uh, I don't hear anything. Look, he's already a bad boyfriend. He's cheating on her with that supermodel from the first episode, and all and that he stuff. fell asleep next to. Yeah, that was his big crime. Um, which is the biggest crime ever since abducting a policewoman had. That's not a no, crime. Apparently not. not no crime has been committed. <laughs> And we're still getting three months parole, and then you're out. If Has she been missing for more than 24 hours? Because you can't really file a report until she's missing for more than 24 hours. That's not how that works when you hear the abduction. Did they hear the abduction, or did, did something bad happen to the line? I'm lion? sorry. No. Uh, yeah, something yeah. bad happened to the line. It was Catwoman going, ow, it's, into the freaking phone. It's the 60s. That could have been a wire disconnecting. Yeah. No, it or couldn't. You guys are awful. She's dead somewhere, and you she don't care. Dead. She's dead. <laughs> No, no, I don't. It's got them. You That's... know why? She went undercover. She was her own volition. She knew what the risks were. Yeah, it's. But I bet you know, um, central henching is going to catch hell for this. <laughs> right, their vetting process is way off when she got through. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I think, our first bat signal, right? Yeah, a bat signal. Two exclamation points. Yeah, only so we get our first bat signal. Oh, was this the first episode with the bat signal? Yeah, yep. we haven't seen. Oh them wow, before. it's because he was camping with those Weeblo scouts. You shouldn't yes. have been doing that. Well, nobody. They didn't throw it up when he was camping with the other millionaires. Right. Well, you know, because that's a thing that happened. He just loves camping. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All male camping. Men in tents, bathing in the creek, that sort of thing. Brushing your teeth in a creek. How gross did that sound? I don't know. It sounded okay. It's the I, 60s. I don't really. Water was cleaner back then. Or they didn't know any better. <laughs> Children weren't as precious back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, so we get the first bad signal. Um, when Bruce sends the kids off to go brush their teeth in the creek, uh, Robin tells Batman that his ears are ringing. Or Bruce tells... Nope. Dick tells Bruce that his ears are ringing. And Bruce says, must be the altitude. And Dick's response is, some altitude... They keep ringing with to the bat poles. <laughs> I was like, really? That's not that's not how ringing ears work. That's Listen, not... Robin's just trying to express himself. He's got himself. a fever, and the only <laughs> cure the fever is more bat pole. I think oh, you might be nope, right. No, yeah, you're onto something. That's... <laughs> so then we get to the credits. The all opening this was credits. The cold, all this was the cold <laughs> open, people. 
That's um, what I'm saying. This was such a complex plot. Like, they had to put the opening credits, like, ten minutes into it. It was complex, and I'm going to... Now, don't die of shock. I'm not going to say it, it wasn't particularly convoluted. It was just... There was a lot of things happening, yeah. and they kind of made sense, which is new. Which yeah. is convoluted for a Batman 66 <laughs> episode. Um, yes, there was a lot of exposition going on. This was the inception of like Batman 66 episodes. It's pretty crazy. I'll go with that. Okay. Uh, so we get to the opening credits. The opening credits come and go. Um, then we cut to a department store in Gotham. Uh, where everybody's staring at this woman sleeping in the in the mattress display, on a Morpheus mattress, which is like sleeping on a Zephyr. What does that mean? I don't know. A Zephyr, it's like like I... wind. It's like clouds and wind. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because my mind went to the to the Zephyr blimps, and I'm like, mm. yeah, is that more comfortable than sleeping <laughs> on a bed? I don't. Um, but more. Uh... Oh, uh, so. This woman, they're all staring at her going, what's going on? Is this for real? Is this a stunt? And then somebody comes, picks up the woman, and just walks her out while everybody watches and does nothing. Um, we cut to Commissioner Gordon's office. He and O'Hara are talking about the abducted woman with the owner of the department store who says the woman who was supposed to sleep in the bed wasn't supposed to get there till noon. This was an unauthorized sleeping woman. <laughs> um, I want that job. Just to sleep in displays. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm Sounds not like a. a I'm not a cute sleeper, but I don't <laughs> care. Wouldn't I? I think that would be the worst job, though, if you weren't a cute sleeper and knew that you just had to pretend to sleep your whole shift. There's I think that staring at you. I think that would be hell. <laughs> if you were allowed to just sleep, whatever you're gonna do, drool out, you know, drool your heart's content, be fine. But like, you have to be pretty and asleep for eight hours. That would I, be hell. I can't be pretty and asleep for any hours. That's what I'm saying. You would have to pretend there's, to be asleep for eight hours. There's mouth breathing. There's <laughs> face squished into pillow like as hard as possible. I take my... Shut up. <laughs> You're supposed to think I'm cute when I sleep, stupid. Um, but after they get off the phone with the head of the department store, a news report comes on. <laughs> well, and she gets abducted. Oh, she, yeah. she gets abducted like mid like everyone's watching. Yeah, yeah. Her. Some guy just comes and carries her out. So I wrote another was it woman or kidnapped. That took her because it, it was one of the henchmen. I think it was snooze because his head was rounder. Yeah. Yes, they Nap, were both super creepy though. But Nap, oh, Nap was really creepy though. No, they were both really creepy. Well, because they had like white makeup on Why too. Why did they but have white makeup? On? It wasn't even like pure white. It was like pale makeup. It was like they they looked and they it was like, like rubbed um, off where they had scratched yeah. their heads. It was not they looked okay. Like, they looked a little bit like Paul Bearer from WWF, <laughs> who used to be the uh, manager for the Undertaker. If any of you guys used to watch, I did not. Um, yeah, they looked. But we, but uh, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hare are watching a news report. I will give them 100% credit for this. The news report is, we found the woman who was carried away. And they start talking, and immediately, Chief O'Hara and Commissioner Gordon go, that's Catwoman. Immediately. Like, like not even a second of, who's that? They're like, nope, that's Catwoman. Even Batman was sort of like, I think it's Catwoman. But, like, yeah. they, they instinctively knew. But in Batman's defense, he was still on the road when that was airing. So I don't know if he actually saw it. Oh, How else would he know? Oh, maybe he was they, just taking O'Hara and Kamish's word on it? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's they're not exactly reliable sources. But um. Oh, so okay, right. I wrote another woman kidnapped, and then my next note is J.K. It's Catwoman. <laughs> so yeah, they they're talking with Batman and Robin, um, and Commissioner Gordon says, "I don't want to waste your time by telling you how grateful I am that you woke, that you answered this time." To which I wrote, "Just wasted his time." <laughs> like literally, and he took forever to say that. Like I don't really want to waste your time. You're already doing it, bro. Right. Um. So, my next note is that Julie Newmar is gorgeous. That's just, that's the whole note. Well, my next note is Rundown Factory. Uh huh. My next note on that was her eyebrows. I guess I didn't remember that she had, like, the, you know, Uma Thurman eyebrows. Uh-huh. You know, I, I totally <laughs> forgot that. I mean, she's gorgeous, but it was just sort of like watching that. I, got, I didn't see anything else. All I saw was the eyebrows. But uh, before we get to, before we get to uh, the Rundown Factory, um, she keeps in the interview naming Dr. Sinambula, Somnambula who was the doctor who helped her sleep, which is the least crafty name for a sleep-themed villain. Um, I don't know why I wrote Women Are the Worst, but it was something to do with that scene. Oh, because uh, the news reporter was telling her not to make it a commercial, maybe? I don't know. I felt um, like they were both super annoying. But Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara are trying to figure out what to do next. To which my response is, maybe talk to the doctor she's mentioned four times in this interview? <laughs> no. No. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, we cut to a rundown factory, which we can tell is a rundown factory because it has a giant sign on it that says in all caps, Rundown Factory. Yeah. Yeah. In I thought case that was curious. just the name of the company. It's just called oh, Rundown. Oh, that... that. <laughs> I thought it was too until the narrator told us that it was an abandoned factory. Yes. It's the abandoned rundown factory. Um, we go inside and it's uh, Dr. Sinambula, a.k.a. Sandman's lair. And he's sitting there with Catwoman in full costume. She's sitting on the desk. Can we not talk about his coat? The fur coat? The big fur coat. I loved that about... I loved I loved how 60s he was. I love how 60s the whole episode was. It was. Well, and he was supposed to be European, but had a distinctly American accent. Yeah, but he had a European jacket. And European henchmen. <laughs> Both of them spoke in stilted faux British was yeah. it? Oh yeah. I didn't even notice. I loved while well, they were both being creepy. <laughs> I just loved everything about the just the aesthetics of it. Like the just the bright colors, like everyone was on drugs at some point. Like, <laughs> like Robin was drugged, like Mrs. Spaghetti was drugged. Um everyone acted with their hands. I liked that, you know, and then there was the sexy pillow fight at the end. There was a sexy pillow fight. It was totally yes. a sexy pillow so fight. I had a cahoots count. And it yep. was only two, and I'm a little disappointed. But they said they were in cahoots at least twice. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was good for you. Um, uh, we're in the rundown factory. Uh, the phone rings. And Sandman tells Catwoman not to worry. He's had it routed as his office line, as Dr. Semnambula. And that she should pretend to be the secretary. Uh, Miss J. Pauline Spaghetti calls in, and she's kind of a jerk. Oh! No. Yeah. What did she say there? She said Is that, that why she you did... wrote Women Are the Worst? I did when she said... She doesn't care about other people's problems. That's the ticket. Yes. That's what I was like. Women are the worst. <laughs> so she offers them... Oh, Catwoman says the, the cost of a penthouse call is $50,000. What? J. Pauline Spaghetti says, I'll give you 100000 if you can be here in 10 minutes. Then oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Sandman proceeds to talk to Catwoman for at least a minute longer than makes sense, and he's got a ten minute ten minute uh, clock going on. Yeah. Um, 
but he goes out to uh, her place. Which nobody got the address of. Yep. Yeah. And. Oh, no, she did say that she was at the, what's her name? Oh, she said she was at the top floor of the J. Pauline Spaghetti Hotel. Yeah, that's the ticket. Spaghetti. This uh, M- Mrs. Spaghetti, or Ms. Spaghetti. Sandambula Ms. and Spaghetti. Two great tastes that go great together. (laughs) (laughs) I just. It's when you sleep eat, right? (laughs) No, I I just. You fall asleep in a pasta. Like, you're just like, noodle. You get the itis. Um, He gets there. (laughs) Get the itis all the time. And uh, he gets there, and he then proceeds to just drug her. Like, straight up powdered roofie up the nose. (laughs) Yeah. Why has no one tried this before? She says she hasn't slept in, like, Seven years. Well, he did it pretty easy. You have to give him credit for that. This guy's the master. Well, why has no one tried this before? He's and not the first to ever... drug her. Yeah. It's, not just, it's not just sleep, but it's straight up hypnosleep. He he hypnotizes her immediately, and then asks her, "Where do you keep your financial records?" And she says, "In my dressing table, like all women." Today's note is dumb broads. Uh huh. Wait, is that really where women keep all of their like their? They're like heavy, like their their stocks and their bonds and everything. It's in their women don't have stocks and bonds. They're dumb women. Oh, oh, right, they have know. men that take care of those. <laughs> yeah. Them. Um. But if they did, they'd keep it in their dressing table. Yes, that's good to know. If I ever if I ever need stock, like <laughs> like anything like that, it's good to know. So, babe, where's your dressing table? <laughs> I know we just met, but. I love that also, like, also in the same dressing table, she had, like, millions of dollars just on hand. She like, said it was only two or three hundred thousand. But that, it, kind of, it kind of reminded me of, like, Thurston Howell from, like, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah. How he had, like, millions of dollars just on him. He's going on, like, a one-hour cruise, and he has all these millions, and he calls it pocket change. It's You don't know when you're going to need it. <laughs> it was a three-hour cruise. Three-hour or tour. tour. Yeah. Three-hour tour. Well, uh... We'll cover that on Skipper Cast. It'll be I fine. Know. <laughs> we are not doing a Gilligan's Island. Oh, we are. No, we, we are have, not. Just we at least are not. Ben. We have to do a special episode where we do the Phil Silvers one where they do the Hamlet musical to the tune of Carmen. <laughs> ben. Oh, that's right. I remember that episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. I can sing some of it for you right now if you want. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> we're not doing a Gilligan's Island one. Don't do it. Yeah. No, it's... it's look, we're doing Twilight Zone after Batman. Yeah. You that's get to my, pick a show. I get to pick a show. No, we're done yeah. after Twilight Zone. If no, we Gilligan's have to start, Island. Gilligan's Island. We have to no, do I the movies wanna... with the no, Harlem Globetrotters. Ben, I don't want to. And when they put a hotel on ben, the island. Ben, you already <laughs> tricked me into this one. You didn't tell me how many episodes there were. How many episodes are there? Like 120. Wow. Considering yeah. it was only on for like three years. Yep. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. There are 60 episodes in the second season. <laughs> Damn. If I had told you how many episodes there were, you wouldn't have said yes. I feel like that's some sort of record. Like that's got to hold the record for like most like continuous episodes of like a Batman serial. I don't know. I feel um, like it would be. So anyway, uh, what's his face? Um, Sandman. Sandman is working his way through her stuff and looking at her financial records. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Nap and Snooze come in the and henchmen. tell him. That uh, Batman and Robin are on their way up via bat rope. So he takes out his spy camera and starts taking pictures of everything. Yep. Uh, Batman and Robin come up. 
And in what seems to happen a lot with millionaires, millionaires and billionaires in Gotham are not bright people. How did they get so much money and maintain such stupidity? Well, when you have their, their dynamite spaghetti recipe, you're bound to make yeah. billions. And the other guy had monopolies upon monopolies with hotels on Park Place and Boardwalk. Oh, we didn't mention, because we kind of talked about it earlier, but the reason that Batman and Robin know that to go to the spaghetti lady is they asked the back computer and it oozed out red spaghetti. Is yes. Well, yeah. oh, that's supposed to signify sauce? Maybe. Oh, maybe it was pasta sauce. But it wasn't. But It looked like Play-Doh. It did look like Play-Doh. It definitely was like someone pushing that little hammer <laughs> behind and it all comes. Do you think he built a Play-Doh fun factory into the back computer? <laughs> I like to think he did. I love it. I always thought it was like in Star Trek where they just like ask like the machine to make stuff and it just like atomizes it. Like the back computer is so sophisticated. It's like, it's like alchemy. <laughs> it just alchemized the, the spaghetti. I love that. I'm down for that. I'm, I I'm mean, gonna it, go with it that. makes the most sense, and you could just put things on it, and it analyzes it. Yeah. Oh, because that, otherwise, you have to actually envision Batman like loading flour and like eggs and all these other things. Batman would Batman. not be doing that. That no, would 100 percent be Alfred. That would be Alfred. And you'd have to carry it all in through the servants' entrance. It makes me so angry. There's all a these... servants' entrance into the Batcave. Is that in your Lego set? Do they have the servants' entrance in your Lego? Set? I haven't gotten there yet. I hope they do. I hope to God they do. There's a servant that You can't give him a pole? Rude. Well, he's he's kind of old. He, he has a bicycle that he's allowed to ride all over Gotham. I get men's cracking up at me because I get real cranky. About the injustice. I should write a thesis on this. Yep. And then, you know, work in... The injustice uh, is done to Alfred Pennyworth. so... And then work in up. Thomas Wayne's umbrella somehow. That's not funny. It's totally Why funny. Why is that funny to you? It's not funny. It's sad. <laughs> what, what did I miss? So in, in one of the Penguin episodes, one of the, the first Penguin episode, right? Yeah. Um, Batman, via Bruce Wayne, tries to infiltrate and plant a bug on the Penguin by taking one of his father's umbrellas in to be refurbished. And Holly got really worried about the umbrella because what if it really was Thomas Wayne's umbrella? And and what if Penguin did something bad to it? And <laughs> why would he put his dad's umbrella at risk like that? I don't think he would though, because Batman's got a really unhealthy like view of his parents. I don't think he'd put anything of his parents at risk ever. But do you think? Do you but think it was perhaps... never clarified, and it made me really upset. <laughs> do you think maybe that's one of those things where it belonged to his parents, but it didn't have any sentimental value? You know, because do there's... you think anything in that house? Doesn't hold some amount of sentimental value to Aunt Harriet. Not to Batman. <laughs> and she needs to be there. You couldn't have three dudes living together in the sixties. Wait, there'd who, have to be a woman to take care of them. I have. I, I mean, I have a question. I'm just going to raise my hand here. Who, who's Aunt Harriet? Like, I was just like, I was like watching this the whole time. I'm like, is she? It's explained. Aunt Harriet is Dick Dick's Grayson's aunt. aunt. And they just brought her into the house? Yeah, Harriet Cooper. I would guess that Harriet Cooper was his last known living relative. And Bruce, who really wanted this young child... (laughs) Young man. ...felt that it was the only way to get him to take his dim-witted aunt in as well. Yeah. And she does things like host tea parties and goes to, like... And suggests that baseball players should taste her cherry pie. and (laughs) And chases them out the door. And also, and, she dances aggressively at the yes, camera. Yes, she dances at the camera on occasion. And hears strange noises going on through Wayne Manor. I yeah. really oh. wish you just pretended like you couldn't <laughs> hear it. I really wish that was a thing. Go home, Ontario, you're drunk. Yeah. 
You should probably lay down. I don't hear anything. <laughs> go hang out with the narrator. I've got things to do. <laughs> I better go dust in here yes. again. And she kept hearing it, too. It was like a constant thing they would return to as her hearing the well, noise. And it's like, uh, that's been a thing forever. Why, why is this new yeah, to you? Yeah, that's totally a real thing in Gotham. Why is it bothering you Shut now? Shut up, Ben! <laughs> There is a, a place in Gotham uh, called the Royal Mushroom Club. It's a real place in Gotham. Yes, that Holly that's referred to once as a real place in Gotham. <laughs> so now that's a running gag. To you, place. I don't find it funny. At that's, all. that's not true. You know it's funny. No. It's a real place. You're smiling at me right I'm, now. You have no proof of this. Click. Now I have proof. <laughs> Clicking at me with your hand is yeah, not because a picture they can't take. Hear, they can't hear me taking a picture. Anyway, uh, uh, where were we? Uh, oh, a hypnopatter takes the spy pictures, runs off. Um, Jay Pauline Spaghetti Defends very him. curtly tells Batman and Robin to leave and take that door, which goes to the hallway, which goes to the elevator, which goes to the exit, which is much faster than any bat rope. She basically totally just becomes, like, dismissive of everything of who Batman is. I mean, he's all about, like, scaling things and, like, you know, taking the hard way in. And he's like, you're a jackass. Just go the easy route. Stop it. But yeah. also, also, um, totally ignores his 100% success rate in identifying criminals. <laughs> okay, wait. They, they said something about it, there, it being completely founded, that they were there. Oh, I don't remember. And I, my note is more of like a hunch than it was completely founded. No, the bat computer spit out spaghetti. That means they have to go there. No, no the bat computer suggested that that lady, the spaghetti lady, has the prob- some problems sleeping. Maybe yeah. the bat computer just thought that they were hungry. See? Maybe that's what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to go back to the before the bat computer spit out spaghetti. Batman suggests to Robin to name some famous people who had insomnia problems <laughs> that, that like might be targeted lesson. by Sandman. And Robin spits out a list of people who have been dead for centuries. <laughs> and Batman has to actually explain to him, no, no, they should be living. And in Gotham. <laughs> and in Gotham. Well, also, why uh, do you expect Robin to know that? Well, Robin... he knew a lot. Like, I mean, he, he knew, what was it, like, the countess who, like, got decapitated and her, like, head was alive for five minutes. And the Asian dude with no eyelids and <laughs> all sorts of other people. Um, Robin oh, is uh, drunk and he knows things. Yes. We, uh... Oh, uh, we go to an extreme Dutch angle. I That was my whole <laughs> oh, yeah. note, is Dutch angle. Like, it just opens on a Dutch angle yeah. with Batman and Robin, which was weird, yeah, because Batman, normally... Yeah, Batman and Robin walking into the rundown factory, and they are literally at 45 the degrees. The rundown factory. The rundown factory. The, uh, the what is? The rundown factory. Rundown factory? Factory, sorry. Factory. It's the abandoned rundown factory. Rundown factory? We were talking about the Mad Hatter earlier, you and I, before yes. we started recording. Um... This is an ongoing joke for yes. us, is the Mad Hatter pronounced Hat Factory. Hat Factory? Yes, Hat Factory. And it just, anytime factory comes Yes, up. so the rundown factory. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll push it until it happens to my liking. Um, my favorite thing of the episode, Batman and Robin are them ambushed by the Murphy Bed of Doom, <laughs> which I loved because Sandman and his entire gang come out from a giant Murphy There's Bed in There's two more henchmen, but they don't have names. Yeah. They're um, figments of his imagination. 
What? <laughs> yeah. He just he he dreamed him up. No. No, that's not how henchmen are. You have to earn names, okay? Like, you got to be there, like, at least four months. Do you, you think gotta... they were paid less? Probably. So oh, we maybe have they were this... interns. We maybe... have... <gasps> we were intern henchmen. This was their audition! I love the idea. But and I they love... failed. I love the idea. Actually, no, they, they won. No, they didn't. I was going to succeed it, but I love the idea of, um, like, like in all those um, horribly cliche tribal movies and everything, where you have to earn your name. Like, there's <laughs> some sort of ceremony for henchmen. <laughs> Snooze. I could be Nap or Snooze right now. Why would you want to earn those names, though? Well, if yeah, you're working um, for a guy named Sandman, yeah, you have I'd to be diggity down to work with Sandman. I'm I not suppose. gonna lie to you. But so, uh, Murphy Bed of Doom. He dresses nicely. And then we have our onomatopoeia a fight. Serious coat. And our onomatopoeia fight was fast and furious this time. And it was a lot of them. clunk, crash, zlop, rook, and flurb. Ugh. Zowie, I I write these down every episode. Zowie, Zizwap, Wham, Biff Bamboff, still my favorite. Yep, good alliteration. Crunch, Zlonk, Touche. Yes, and Flurb, Touche. What was which I will admit, well, which I will point out, was right after somebody got kicked in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, right after somebody got kicked in the butt. Touche. <laughs> What I thought was cool about Flurb is I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the like anime the DC animated movies, but with, there was one called Gotham Knight that came out like a while ago, and the first it was like a, it was a whole sort of vignette of stories about Batman, yep. and there was one it's where, somewhere in my DVD collection. Oh, great! Yeah, so I have to explain. It. But uh, the uh, there's the first one with the kids, and the kids are like talking about their like when they saw Batman. And there's this, like, little girl, like, talking about, like, the fight that Batman had with his villain. And she's like, man, he was just beating the crap out of him. I was like, bam, pow, flurb. And then one of the kids was like, flurb, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where they, they might have oh, got yeah, it from. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. 100%. Um, so, in the middle of the onomatopoeia fight, Robin gets pushed into the other room. Then lies prone on the Murphy bed for a few seconds. Enough time for Sandman. He's... He's, As he is wont to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> long enough for Sandman to come up and, and blow his hypno roofy dust at Robin. Um, which mostly just looks like cocaine, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. like should, shouldn't Straight that up. have not. It's the should, Shouldn't it have woken him up a bit? Like, shouldn't that not put him to sleep? <laughs> that should um, be an upper. No, it's straight up cocaine. Uh, and <laughs> that's the sad man's power. He has lots and lots he's of cocaine. He's a coke dealer. That's why he wears that coat. <laughs> he has the fifth coat, you and that's it's... why his henchmen all are like white faces <gasps> and stuff too. Oh my god! They're out. just all oh, they're, t- <laughs> they're having a bad trip. It's oh, all locking into place, it. guys. <laughs> I love every minute of it. Um, I mean, Catwoman. She definitely does. She's got a coke nail or ten, and <laughs> but she only does it recreationally. Like right. she's not. No, she's not a fiend. She's, she's, no, and she mostly likes the catnip. She's not Coke Dealer Sandman. No, but she... That, that's I mean, actually but a she, good name for a cocaine she, dealer Sandman. Sandman. <gasps> oh, my um, gosh. Meanwhile, Batman off-screen has been knocked out. Under mattresses. Under yes. futon mattresses. Yes. All of the futon mattresses. And he is then tied to a mattress tufting machine where he will be buttoned to death. It's a switching machine starter. Yep. And Sandman, as one final... It's labeled. Yes. Sandman, as one final insult, has Robin pull the, the uh, lever, which he does. And the tufting machine starts. And then they're going to give Robin to Catwoman. As a souvenir. But she doesn't <laughs> even like Robin. Yeah, she likes him well enough. I mean, you can't have Batman, you take Robin, right? No, she likes Batman. Yeah, she likes Batman. But, you yeah. know... 
But she likes likes Batman. She'll get used to having it. And she likes getting caught by Batman. She said so last time she was on. Um, So she's like a switch. So, like, she likes doming other people. But with Batman, she likes being the submissive. Makes sense. Yeah. That works. I get it. Um, And uh, Sandman leaves. Did anybody else... I have to say, did anybody else have a problem with the tufting machine? Because it was putting buttons on, but the buttons were just sliding off as the needle came through, and that was <laughs> really bugging me. I didn't even see the buttons get put on, which was it bugging me. It should have been me. a real tufting machine. Yeah. This, this is where I draw the line. <laughs> this is, I'm out. I'm I out. cannot were... suspend this disbelief, guys. Why didn't he just cocaine him to death? I don't get that. I mean, his his superpower isn't you know tufting machines. It's it's the drugs that he throws. Um, at no, people. it's cocaine and mattresses. That's what he does. <laughs> it's like it's like um. Excuse me for cocaine going back to and it. mattresses. I think that's the name of my album. <laughs> cocaine but, and mattresses. It's yeah. good. Forgive me for going back to this, but uh, like Penguin, Penguin has proved himself to be an expert umbrella maker. Yet he does nothing with that particular talent. <laughs> and Sandman's proven to be an expert. An extra mattress maker. No. It's like sleeping on a Zephyr. No, those aren't his mattresses. You don't know that. I do. Those are the Morpheus an... mattresses. Yeah. yeah. Morpheus is another it's name for the, the Sandman. Sandman. Yeah. No, but he is an excellent cocaine dealer. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can we write uh, a Breaking Bad that's all about Sandman? Oh yeah. And how he's just the best at cocaine? And we still have to finish writing cereal. <laughs> that's true. Um, it's about cereal, like breakfast. Cereal breakfast. Yeah. Cereal killer. No, it's, no, just it's cereal. just cereal, like the podcast cereal, mm-hmm. but done like that, but about, about <laughs> breakfast. Cereal. Yeah. Okay. Um, I dig it. But that leads us we to- We come up with a lot of weird shit. <laughs> I do too. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we came up with a, a Lord of the Rings podcast that I still love the name of, because we're going to call it Talking, Talking Tolkien. Tolkien. <laughs> um, but uh, that leads us to the end of the episode. Batman is certain to die. From uh, buttoning. From Yes, he's going to be buttoned to death. <laughs> By and, a very lousy tufting machine. Yes. And mostly he'll be poked a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Dorian, if you've got anything you'd like to plug, now's the time to do it. Uh, yeah, well, um, I have a website, geekyfreaky.com. We focus on all things geek kink, specifically in the LA area. Everything from nerdlesque to, uh, you know, geek sci-fi fantasy themed uh, bondage parties. So, Woo! yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. And I was getting a lot of that kink actually from like this episode. I kind of forgot how like, you know. Bondage Catwoman was? Yeah, or just in general. I mean, you look at like the set pieces there. It kind of reminded me of Austin Powers, you know. It was very sexualized, very colorful. And it was like very like unapologetic about it, and I was like, "Hey, she had up? some phallic candles oh, in yeah. her lair for sure." I don't and know if you noticed totally that. Missed it. Yeah, no, I saw him, and, and then, I decided not to write about it because I'm like, I'm always talking about pervy things. On don't the mention the penis candles. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a note. And the and the sexy pillow fight. Yeah, the uh, there was a that sexy was good. fight. It's um, good stuff. All right, so Geeky Freaky, anything else? Is there a Twitter to follow you at? Is there? Yeah, uh, over the Geeky Freaky on Twitter and Geeky Freaky World on Instagram. Cool. And you can find Holly at underscore Awkward Blonde on Twitter and Instagram. Instagrams and Facebook. And Facebook. Um, you can find our podcast, Batmania66, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to send us an email, it's batmania66mail at gmail.com. 
And if you're listening to this, I don't know how you wouldn't have found us yet, but find us on Podomatic or iTunes. If you're enjoying yourself, please leave a, um, what do you call them? Review. Review on iTunes. Uh, if you're not enjoying yourself, please let us know which one of the two of us you'd like to fire. And <laughs> It's not very, funny, Ben. It's totally funny. Our very first review was somebody who... Um, they did not like me. No. They uh, went, he I was thought, scathing. I thought this was going to be a nice podcast that I could watch my Blu-rays to and listen to an episode, and you should get people who like the show. Get rid of Holly right away. It was awesome. It was awful. Haters going to hate. Uh, yeah, Holly, stop hating so much. <laughs> Apparently. Um, but this person was very mad that we thought the show was ridiculous. I love this show. Unironically love this show. This show is ridiculous. Um, but everybody, join us next week for our next episode, uh, The Catwoman Goeth. So we'll see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. I see what you did there. <laughs>